Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about how do you deal with disappointments in life? I thought that this would be a great topic because while we are in quarantine, There are many things that people are missing out on. My own teenagers, for example, they are seniors this year. This was supposed to be their best year, right? And in February, their father killed himself. So that wasn't a great start for their year. And then we all had to go on quarantine and prom was canceled. And it's looking like graduation is pretty iffy and maybe not going to happen at this point. So what should be the happiest and best year of their lives is turning out to be not so very great. And they have had a lot of disappointments so far. And just like many of you are probably also experiencing the same thing. As I sit here and record this, I think about the fact that we just had Easter on Sunday And there are so many people who are saying, we can't see our families this year. We can't get together. And I don't know about you, but for me, it just didn't really feel like Easter. Because what do we do on Easter? We get dressed up. We go to church. We go to our family's houses. And we couldn't do any of that. So there are a lot of things that are disappointing. And I know there are many of you who are having to celebrate your birthdays in quarantine. Which means you can't go out to dinner The family can't come over. So what do you do when you're faced with these disappointments? What I think is so awesome is that we're seeing a lot of people come up with creative solutions. For example, people who are having birthdays in quarantine, friends and family are doing like a parade and decorating their cars and driving by and making them feel special. And I think that's so cool. We bought a sign, a yard sign for my kids that says class of 2020 and support. And our school district actually also purchased signs for the seniors' yards and we're going to go deliver them next week. So people are trying to step up and come together to support people who are going through this really unprecedented time. I don't remember anything like this ever happening in the past. And it's really weird to think of all of the things that this is affecting. I just read on Facebook today that there was a couple who were, they were going to get married and have this amazing honeymoon and all of that got canceled. There's a lot of people having to cancel things and it's upsetting to say the least. It really is. And if you have been affected by any of this, my heart truly goes out to you because I believe me, I understand. I can sit and think about my children and how unfair it is that 2020 for them has been crappy. It really has. But we can sit here and choose to think about all of the bad things that have happened, and that's not really going to do anything except make us more depressed. Or we can deal with the disappointment. We can figure out, how can I make the best of a not-so-great situation? How can I make the situation better? And I think it's a good lesson because throughout your life, you're going to be given disappointments, right? You're going to be faced with disappointing things that happen to you. I know for sure in my life, I've had many disappointments. 
But learning how to deal with them is so extremely important because the way that you choose to deal with disappointments really determines how your life is going to go. Because as I said, we can sit in the dark and cry our eyes out and say, woe is me and it isn't fair and play the victim. But that's not going to make you stronger. You're not going to live a better life. You're just going to be miserable. It's like wallowing in your own self-pity and it's not going to help you. It's not going to change the situation to sit in the dark and cry. It might make you feel better momentarily, but in the long run, if you spend days in bed crying, you're just going to be miserable. So how can you take a disappointing situation and turn it around? That's a good question and one that I'm hopefully going to try to answer for you today. And you know that no two people deal with disappointments or grief in the same way. So you may find that some of the suggestions that I give you work for you, and you may find that some of them don't. That's perfectly okay. No two people are the same, so you have to take what works for you and leave what doesn't. I'm going to give you a lot of suggestions. Just take what you resonate with because You don't process grief in the same way that I process grief or in the same way that your friend processes grief. We're all different. So it's going to look different for each and every person, and that is okay. So we have to say that life is pretty unpredictable, but the one thing you can count on is that you will be handed things that disappoint you in times, like being forced to be in quarantine when it's supposed to be your amazing senior year, that's a huge disappointment. Or being in quarantine when you need to work because you need to earn money, that's a huge disappointment. So how can we deal with these disappointments? The first thing that you need to realize is that everyone experiences disappointments. And right now, we're all experiencing the same thing. We're all going through it. So it's helpful to, to kind of normalize the situation to realize that you're not alone. Everyone deals with disappointments in life, every single person. And you know what I think is interesting, and I've said this to a few people over the last few days, when people share their stories, it's so helpful because it, it helps to remind you that you don't go through things alone. Like you're not the only person these things happen to. I was talking to a grief counselor the other day and we were talking about, you know, when Chris and Allie's dad, when we found out that he passed away, it was so shocking, you know, and, and I was trying to think, I'm like, I really don't know anyone who's ever dealt with suicide before. And I felt so alone. That was the one thing about it. It was like, I felt so alone. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle this because I've never had to before. And I haven't known anyone who has really. I mean, you hear of people, but there were never people close enough that, you know, that I was even close to them to hear their side of the story, to hear them talk about what it was like for them. So it felt very alone. And then we went to the support group for suicide survivors and the people there were telling their stories. And my daughter and I were talking about this together. We said, it made us feel better because we felt like we weren't alone. We realized that suicide is actually a lot more common than you think. And it happens more often than you think. 
and there were people there sharing their stories and they were feeling some of the same emotions that we were feeling and it just made us feel like we weren't alone. So realizing that you're not alone in this. Everyone is experiencing disappointment in some way or another. And even if you're looking on social media and you're seeing all these people like, we're having the best time during quarantine, they're still experiencing disappointments. The difference is they're choosing to try to see the positive. Whereas you may be focused on the negative. You may be like, I can't stand this. This is driving me crazy. And they're trying to choose to see What's the best part of this? And that's going to be another thing I'm going to talk to you about in a little bit. But you're not alone. Okay, people might not be posting. I mean, we don't post our tragedies on social media that much, right? We want to look like we're happy all the time. So people aren't posting their disappointments on Facebook. Some people do. But for the most part, most people don't. So you're not seeing the disappointments that a lot of people experience. So you need to keep that in mind too, even though it may seem like, yeah, I'm the only one all this stuff happens to. You're not. It's just most people don't publicize unhappy things or disappointments in their life. So you need to keep that in mind that you are totally normal. It happens to everyone. Everyone experiences disappointments. I mean everyone. Even people who might look like they live the perfect lives, they don't. There's no way that you go through life without having disappointments. So start realizing that you're not alone. The other thing you need to do is to try to reframe situations and look at things in a more objective manner. What happens often is that we really get emotional when we think about things that are disappointing. Like if I were thinking about my kids and how, you know, they didn't get to go to prom, instead of saying it that way, like, oh, this is terrible. How could this happen? They can't go to prom. This sucks for them. Reframing it as, you know what? The school's making a good decision. They're keeping them safe. They have their health. They're going to make it to next year. You know, looking at it in a different way. And that's not always easy, but the first step is to try to look at something without getting emotional and looking at it like a third-party observer. Again, I state that this is not always easy to do because our tendency is to get emotional about things. But when you're living in the present moment and you don't allow yourself to go to that space of getting worked up and overly emotional about everything... You can look at it more objectively and that's very helpful because you're almost imagine that you're like a journalist and you're just jotting down what actually happened, just the facts. You might in your journal write down, okay, what is this all about? Like what's going on here and write it down without the emotional state and then look at it because oftentimes we see things from a different perspective when we're not all caught up in our emotions about it. Another thing that you can do is to change the way that you talk to yourself about this situation. So instead of saying, this isn't fair, right? Because that's just victim talk. And it sounds like you're powerless. If you really want to step into your personal power and take your power back, you've got to stop saying things like life happens to me. No, we make life happen for us. The reason things happen sometimes is to teach us a lesson. So it didn't happen to us. It happened for us, 
for a reason. And we can even say about this quarantine that it happened for a reason because it did. I truly believe that this has happened to help us appreciate human connection more, to slow down and actually take time to really go inward and focus on what's important and what's not. We became so dependent on material things. Think about it. Gas prices were like out the roof and now they're so low because no one can drive. We became so focused on things that were not important like oil. Now what's important? Toilet paper. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. It's focusing, it's showing us our values were on the wrong thing. We were valuing the material world when we should have been valuing human connection, nature, you know, things like that, things that you can't put a price tag on. And I think it's caused us to slow down and really take that into consideration and be more appreciative for all of the things that we used to just take for granted. But if we were to sit there and play the victim, we could say, this isn't fair. I'm stuck in my house. I'm bored. I hate this, blah, 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 right? I'm missing prom. I'm missing graduation. And my birthday, I'm going to be quarantined. Okay, then we sound like a huge victim. We are powerless, right? When you talk like that, you're powerless. If you want to take your power back and stand fully in your power, you have to realize that life doesn't happen to you. Okay, we don't have to play the victim and there are a lot of people who are choosing to take the opportunity to make this the best that they can so when they have birthdays and they're in quarantine people are making parades and coming by to celebrate still making people feel special okay and you can still have flowers delivered to people that's not cut off and the other thing is I saw on Facebook too that a girl was going to miss her prom so her dad made her dress get all dressed up and He was her date and they took pictures in the living room. And I mean, people are making the best of not great situations. And you know what that's called? That's called being creative, being proactive. That's called taking your power back, saying, you know what? This may have happened, but it's not going to stop me. I'm not going to allow it to cause me to have a bad time. It's not going to rob me of all of the things that I want to do. We just may have to do things a little differently now. And that is something that's awesome that I'm seeing out there. I love that. People are being creative. It's forcing people to come up with new ways to connect. And all of these people, I love it because I see on Facebook too, there's a woman that I'm friends with and she does a Zoom meeting like a couple of nights a week with her daughters where they have martinis. They have like the chocolate martinis and they just talk and laugh and visit. You know what? It's it's causing us to realize how important it is to have that connection. And people are making an extra effort to still stay in contact. So I think it's great that people are doing that. And that's what that's all about. Changing your self-talk instead of saying, I'm going to wallow in it. I'm so disappointed. It's not fair. You say, okay, this happened, but it doesn't have to stop me from living my best life. Okay, this happened. Now, how can I make this better? How can I move on from this? What was I supposed to learn? That's a big one. I like saying that because there is a lesson in that. Instead of playing the victim and saying, oh my gosh, I have the worst luck. I think I'm cursed. 
okay? Because I've heard people, people have reached out to me lately and said that. I feel like I'm cursed. You're not cursed, okay? You just have to learn how to take your power back and to realize that all the things that happen are trying to teach you a lesson. And once we learn those lessons and move on, we don't have to keep repeating those lessons. So I always love when people come to me and they say, you know what? It feels like just the same thing keeps happening over and over again. And I'm, I just tell them, you know what? That's because you're being asked to learn a lesson, but you're not learning it. So you have to keep repeating it. So maybe think about when disappointing things happen to you. Think about why. Again, like that third party objective observer, think about why is this happening for me? What is this trying to show me? What is this trying to teach me? Because I will guarantee you there is a lesson there somewhere. So I would just pick that apart until you can figure it out. Because I promise you, when we start learning those lessons, the universe is like, okay, we don't have to keep testing her over that thing or him over that thing. They've got it. And we can move on. Another important thing that you can do is just to make a plan. You can say to yourself, okay, graduation was canceled. What can we do to try to make up for that? And that's what we're doing now. You know, like with my kids, I say, okay, so if they don't have graduation, we're just going to plan the biggest party ever and they can wear their caps and gowns and we'll have a little ceremony at my house and we'll invite the family and we'll just do this. You know, we're making plans for how can we make this better? How can we recover from this if this gets canceled? That's what a lot of people are doing. They're saying, okay, if I'm in quarantine for my birthday, we're going to do this. So come up with a plan. Like, how can you make it better? Like, for example, let's say that you're trying to get a job. You want to change your career. You want to change your job. And you keep going for these jobs and you're not getting them, which first of all, your you know rejection is God's protection. It means there probably was something that didn't wasn't going to work well for you in that setting. And there are oftentimes things we don't ever really know about. But behind the scenes, you may have Maybe if you had gotten that job, you'd have a toxic coworker and God was like, no, I want something better for you. So if you've been rejected for something, know that that's God's protection. But if you have a disappointment, like you don't get that job you want, make a plan. What are you going to do next? Are you going to sit and pout or are you going to get back out there and look for other jobs? You know, it can even be something as simple as I'm going to ask God, the universe, the higher power, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to ask my spiritual team to help me find this job. I'm going to ask for signs so I know I'm on the right track because we can do all of that. I'm going to ask them to bring the right people into my life to help me. I'm going to ask that they help me write my resume. You can even ask for things like that. When you're sitting down to do writing, you can ask your spiritual team to help you. When I was writing my book, I did that. And I felt like the words just were flowing. And I was talking to one of my listeners who was talking about how she wrote a song and she felt the same way. The words were just flowing. And it's not an accident. It's because we were being divinely guided. We were given help. We can ask for help in all kinds of ways, in all forms. So don't be shy about asking for help and get creative in how you ask for help. You know, that I want people to come into my life, that the right job will be created, that it will find me, all kinds of things. So start making plans to help you move on in your life. You know, here's another thing that I'm doing. I'm saying that, you know, my kids have had such disappointment. 
when this is all you know, gone away and we're able to travel again, I'm planning an amazing vacation for them because they've had such a rotten year. We're going to make it the best we can. We're going to make it up. They're going to have an amazing vacation. We're going to make it the best summer. We're going to do little mini trips and then a big trip and spend time together. And it's going to be amazing because we're making the plan to make sure that it is. So you don't have to be stuck in the place of disappointments. You really don't. Another thing you need to realize is just because a disappointment happened to you, it doesn't mean that you're a disappointment. So don't take it personally. I think that's the biggest thing is a lot of people tend to take a disappointment personally. Like, oh, I was rejected. Like I used to. When I would get rejected for job interviews, I would take it personally and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe they didn't want me. And then I started realizing it's not about that. Because I've had people call me back after job interviews and be like, we were so impressed with you, but we went with someone else. And then I realized later that it was God saying, no, this wasn't the right position for you. Also, remind yourself that if you push yourself outside your comfort zone, sometimes you'll have disappointment, but that's a good thing because it's, again, it's all about learning and growth. You're learning and people who never go outside of their comfort zone They don't experience as much disappointment because they don't push themselves. So if you're experiencing disappointment in your life, congratulate yourself because that means that you are trying to push yourself to be a better person and you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone and that's awesome. And I commend you for doing that because most people never want to. But I know those of you who are going through spiritual awakenings, You are being pushed so far outside your comfort zone and you may feel like you're going crazy and you don't know what's happening. You're doing an amazing job. I just want you to know that. That's awesome, okay? It's awesome that you're being pushed outside your comfort zone because it means that you're growing, you're learning, you're changing, and that is a good thing. Also, remember, gratitude is an amazing way to deal with disappointments. You've got so much to be thankful for instead of focusing on what you don't have. Focus on everything you do have. Take a look around you and see everything that you still have in your life and how amazing it is. So don't focus on the lack because remember, what you focus on grows. Focus on what you want to see in your life, which would be all the blessings, right? I want more of that. So when you Say thank you to the universe for everything you have. It's like saying, please send me more of that. And the universe will. The universe will match your energy. Also, if you need to, make sure that you have someone you can talk to about it. Because talking things out does help. But remember, only you can make decisions for yourself. So even though you might go to someone to talk to them, make sure that you are following your own intuition about what to do with these situations. But sometimes it's just good to have someone to talk to to get your emotions out. Remember that perfection, that's not a thing. So don't strive to be perfect, just strive to be better. That's what I always say. I always strive just to be the best version of myself possible, which means I'm always going to have to continuously do work on myself, but I don't strive for perfection. You know, sometimes you'll listen to my podcast and hear a dog bark, sometimes a door open. I'm not perfect. This is my life. This is my world. I'm not perfect and I don't want to present to you a perfect person because she doesn't exist. I am perfectly imperfect and I'm okay with that. I don't need to strive for perfection because I know it doesn't exist, number one. 
And number two, perfection is just a form of fear. It's just something that keeps you stuck. Because if you feel like you have to be perfect before you can do anything, you're never going to do it. You'll just stay stuck. Make sure that you are also taking care of yourself, being gentle and kind with yourself. Going through disappointment sucks and it can be very emotionally draining. So make sure that you are doing things to restore your energy. Make sure that you're getting plenty of rest, maybe doing a little exercise. I think when the weather's nice, just go outside and take a little walk. It doesn't have to be like a 15 mile hike. You can just walk around the block, just getting outside and letting the sun shine down on your face hearing birds chirping, all of that makes you feel better. Do meditations when you need to. Do tappings when you need to, okay? And stop overthinking. Get out of your own head, okay? You drive yourself insane with the overthinking. So when you start to feel yourself overthinking, again, do a tapping. Go for a little walk. Helping someone out is a great way also to get out of your own head because when you help others, it takes the attention off of yourself. Plus, we often realize, you know what? Other people have problems that are far worse than our own and helping them out makes you feel better too. So go help someone out. Another thing that you can do is just make sure that you are taking the steps to move forward and not stay stuck wherever you are. So I think a big, big step in that direction is making plans. Like, okay, this didn't go well. What can I do better next time? Just be very proactive about not staying in that place of being self-defeating. You know, we need to be positive. We need positive self-talk. All of those things are helpful. If you are one of those people who beats yourself up on the regular or you feel like you're always playing the victim, I would highly encourage you to take my course, You Are Lovable. It's a two-week course on self-love, self-esteem, self-worth. It's going to build your confidence. It's going to be such an amazing course. I have created special meditations for it. There are tappings. You have two weeks of online lessons that you do on your own, and then we're going to meet each week, so probably Thursday to give you some time to really dive in and get started on the materials, and then we'll meet on Thursday, and it starts April 20th, by the way. We'll meet on Thursday of that week in a live session, so you'll get like a group coaching session with me where you can ask questions and go over the lessons and anything, any aha moments you've had. And it's just going to help you in so many ways. So many of us try to fill voids in our lives when really what we should be doing is filling that void with love for ourselves. But we try to fill it with every other thing instead of just addressing what we're missing, which is self-love. And it's not your fault if you're missing it. I was. A lot of things take away our self-esteem from how we were raised to being in toxic relationships. There's so many ways that our self-esteem just gets taken down. We, it takes a hit. Life just really plays a number on our self-esteem. It really does. Everything that happens to us makes us doubt ourselves. And this course is all about helping you to be so confident in yourself 
that you never let what anyone else says or does to you affect you again. And I think everyone needs that. So if you are interested in that, you can enroll for my course online on my website. If you go to melissaoatman.com, there the offerings page, you will see my course and you can sign up. Or you can also go to my website and click on the You Are Lovable page for more information about the course. But I would highly encourage you all to sign up if you're interested. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. So I pulled a card from the Goddess Guidance Oracle deck by Doreen Virtue. And the card I pulled is Guinevere, True Love. The romantic stirrings in your heart have propelled the universe to deliver great love to you. I love that. And love can come in many forms. It can be romantic love. It can be the love of a friend, of children, of family members, whatever. So know that great love is on its way to you. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave me a review from wherever you're listening because that helps others find me. Also, if there's ever a topic that you'd like to know more about, please contact me. I love getting suggestions from you all about podcast topics because I want to create podcasts that you guys want to hear. So if there's ever a topic that you'd like to know more about, please let me know and I will do a podcast episode about it. You can just email me at melissaoatman77 at gmail.com or you can reach out on social media. All of my contact information as well as my social media links are in the description to this podcast. If you follow me on social media, I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook where I do free card reading and I post videos to Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel where I post meditations that you can do for free. So follow me on all of those platforms. I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you guys have a beautiful week, that you're staying safe. Know that I am sending you so much love and light. This will pass soon. And until it does, I hope that you are taking the time to really rest and build yourselves up, you know, rejuvenate, work on yourselves, take this time to do the inner work, to be living your absolute best lives. All right, guys, thank you for being with me and I will talk to you again soon. Bye, guys.